Welcome to Dr. Three, a Hearthstone podcast dedicated to giving you explosive growth and climbing the standard rank ladder. I'm your host, Daring Alkaline, and along with me are my fellow hosts, Grandmasters and Master Swordcaster, Dragon Rider, and Major Death. So, we're going to do things a little bit different for the next two weeks. We got card reviews early. So, first, I will note, we did get a patch today. We're not going to have time to really talk about it, but just some some bug fixes and some other stuff. So, if you yeah. want to, I will link it to you in the show notes. So, if you want to go check that out. Yeah, getting ready for the new, ex- getting ready for the new expansion next week. It's already here. Exactly. It is great to have you exactly. back, by the way, Daring. Thank very, very great yeah, to thank have you, you back. It is always good to be back. So, um, so then what we're going to do, since we already have all the cards revealed super early, we're going to do our review instead of one giant episode, we're going to bust it out and do it in two episodes. So we're going to try and get through the first six classes today and then finish up with the last four classes plus neutrals on our next episode. Which so will and be launch day or the day before. Um, uh, yeah, I think we I I can get out of launch day. I think that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. So, all right. I ideally, barring any extraneous circumstances, it will be out on launch day. Okay. So, so let's quickly get to the card review. But so we are going to be using our standard rating system. Thank you to Hero Power and Coin Concede. We're using their scale of one through six, where one is bad. It is a wisp. Two is a fringe card or a support. So like your abusive sergeant or your Nerubian unraveler. Tech, tech, Three card, is tech, card, tech cards tend to fall in this category as well. Yep. So three is strong, key support in a few decks, Bone Wraith, True Silver. Four is very strong, good in several decks, Fungal Mancer, Evil Miscreant, you know, some. it's pretty common, you're going to see a lot of it. Five is Format Defining, Cube, Kelseth, Zephyrus. And six, if there's a six, it's O-P-A-F, please nerf. So... Without uh, hesitation, let's kick it off to Mage, and will you start by going over Demon Hunter? All right, we're going to start with Demon Hunter. We're going to start at the Legendaries. First is Caria Fell Soul, a six-mana 6-6 with a battle cry that reads, Transform into a 6-6 copy of a demon in your deck. So it's nice that it creates... It transforms into a demon, which, I mean, obviously you probably want to be running demons if you're running this card. And um, I don't know. I I think the card is interesting, but I don't know if this card feels like it's really slow. And you're not necessarily, you don't necessarily know what demon it's going to be. And like, if it's a pit commander, that's great. If it's... Uh, something else, it might be a lot less impactful. So I, I gave this a two. I don't know if that, like, I think big demon hunter might be a thing, but I don't know if this is going to be a thing in big, in big demon hunter. 
I also gave it a two. <laughs> I just don't don't see the deck that this fits in. Big Demon Hunter isn't a really good deck, so yeah, I just don't see this being much more than like a fringe giggle Brian Kibler card. So yeah, I'm probably gonna have to give it a two as well. Although I am pretty excited for this. I uh, I did some theory crafting. I'm putting out like a video a day per each class and this one I put together like a token style big demon hunter so like it's tokens with spells in the early part of the game into the big demons and she's a key part of that deck so I'm excited for her but yeah she's probably not much more than a two what are you hoping it transforms into in that deck uh just out of curiosity pit commander is the big one um there's also the uh Illidari Inquisitor, maybe? You know, I didn't actually put that in that one, in that list, but that definitely could be an option. Um, But I I would imagine the the, the 8-drop, the 8-8 with Taunt that makes your opponent's spells cost two more, or the one that sucks one life and attack from everything else, so. There's some big hits on it, but I just... (laughs) Yeah. All right. I just don't think that deck's very good. Okay. I was I, w- I was just curious since you had theory actually theory crafted for this card. I was just curious what you were what you were hoping to hit. So the other legendary is the the hero uh, the hero card. We have the first ever hero card for Demon Hunter. It is Kurtris Demon Render, a six mana hero card. Uh, five armor, of course, and it says battle cry summon two one four demons with rush improved by your hero attacks this game. Uh, and Ash Fallen's Fury is the one mana hero power that you'll get once you play this. And it says plus two attack this turn after a friendly minion attacks. Refresh this so you can actually do multiple hero powers in a turn if you're attacking with minions uh, during the turn. So this seems really good. Um, do either of you know how the demons improve? Is, is Does their attack increase or what? Is, how do they Their improve? attack increases, yes. Every uh, every time your hero attack, the first time it, you get two two fours and then three fours and okay. then four fours. So you just add. Yeah. Okay, okay. I, I mean, I think this is a really good card. I, I think that it lends itself to a couple different ways. I think you could use this in a token or a more aggressive style deck. You could also, um, th- this could be, this could be a decent card in a more value centric deck as well. So uh, I think I think it's going to find play. And I gave this a four. I think it's I think it's one of the stronger hero cards. I am a little unsure of it. I think it's a good card. I don't think I I don't I don't know. The, some of those other cards it might be stronger than I thought initially, but I'm just thinking about decks that have run this with like expendable performers and whatnot before and that feels like kind of what you want to do. But so I gave it a three. Uh, it could be a four. I, I am willing to admit I'd be wrong on this one, but it doesn't feel four powerful to me. I gave it a four too. I think this is really good. I actually was kind of hinging between a four and a five. I just don't know if it's quite to that like 
meta defining you know included in every single deck but i think it could probably fit in multiple decks so i I think it's pretty strong even just the value of getting two or three hero powers uses in one turn plus it being kind of like an improved hero power i think seems really good yeah i think the approved hero power just on its own it pushes it almost to a four to me and then the fact that it can refresh in the same turn you can suddenly go very aggressive once you play this card to try and finish off a game so that's why i think it could be a good card in an aggressive deck but it also could be a really good card in a in a more resource focused deck when you want to make that switch from resource to killing your opponent so uh, let's let's move on to the epics. We have our first one is the Sigil of Reckoning. It is a five mana fell spell that says at the start of your next turn, summon a random demon from your hand. So this was a card that I brought up last week. I really like this card. I think this card uh, is is a card that could help make big demon hunter a thing because you don't want to play big minions from your hand. This will allow you to get those out of your hand and onto the board for less than they probably already cost. So um, I think if that deck is good, this card's going to be a good card in it. Um, there's plenty... Well, I, I think this card's a three right now, if for no other reason than Illidari Inquisitor is in the core, it's in the core set and is a good card. And so for the next three months, this is good if for no other reason because that card is there. How good it is after that, I'm not entirely sure, but I I I think that I think it's gonna see some support down the road as well. So I gave this a three. I think it's a pretty good card. Um I gave it a two. I almost gave it a one. Five mana, do nothing. Like literally five mana, do nothing. The other card, the uh, the six drop is in eight three, and then it you know summons something out of your hand. So there is like I got an eight three body on the board. Like it just to me it just telegraphs way too much. It gives out way too much information, and then you literally just spent turn five doing nothing. Could that swing the game for you? Sure it could. It just doesn't seem like the way the way Big Demon Hunter is right now, I just don't see that being good enough. So I gave it a two because it will see play in a Big Demon Hunter deck. Yeah, I gave it a two just because I think it kind of only fits into that style of deck. For the turn and the card itself, it does feel slow. Yeah, you're paying five to get something at the start of the next turn and there's not really any like sigil interaction or, or disruption that your opponent can do so you you know you're gonna get the value so it might be better than what i'm thinking but initially i'm just gonna give this a two uh the other epic is urzul giant 13 mana eight eight demon costs one less for each friendly minion that died this game uh the this does not have to be in your hand in order to get that cost reduction. Uh, if there's a token deck for Demon Hunter, this is a really nice payoff for that. We've seen uh, Mountain Giant be pretty good. Um, or Sea Giant, I think it is. Sea Giant. Where um, you reduce the cost of an 8-8 down. And um, based on minions, they obviously have to die. Um I, th- I think this is this is a payoff card for that deck, and there's definitely support for it right now. Uh, the question is, I guess, will that deck be good enough? I think this is a three from a power level standpoint 
uh, it's going to be a finisher in that deck. Um, I gave it a two because I only see it being run in that like token style deck. So that's why I'm like, I, I get what you're saying. I think it is going to be a finisher. I'm not saying it's a bad card. I just think it's literally only fitting in one deck. So that's why I gave it a two. I went with three. I I think it might be slotted into like some big demon hunters or something. I Maybe just for an 8-8 body that if you're pulling things like the sigil or other stuff that pulls demons out of your hand, then cool. And if you're kind of wanting those, like, the death rattle to pull things out, those minions are already dying anyways, so you might just be able to play this. But, yeah, I don't know. I kind of went between two and three, but I'm going to go with three for right now. I just, I guess I just sort of feel like it's, it, it reminds me too much of uh, of some of the other giants, and the other giants don't necessarily look uh, all that great, but ended up being pretty decent, and and I think it could end up being slotted in in more than just a token deck because it doesn't necessarily have to go all the way down to zero to be to be a good card. Let's move on to the rares. A two mana spell called Field of Strife. Your minions have plus one attack. This lasts three turns. This is one of these objective cards. Um, if you're playing a more tokeny style deck or where you can actually play a bunch of minions or, or have a bunch of minions on the board when you play this, this could be okay. I, I don't, but I don't know if it's necessary for those decks. So I gave this a two. I'm, I'm not, I'm not sure where this goes exactly. I gave it a I kind of give it a three. I feel like it opens up a little bit more. Like it could potentially open a more aggressive strategy and not just a token strategy. Like having that consistent attack buff on the board and only having to pay two for it. So I I think it's a little bit stronger. Again, this is one of those cards I'm not sure on. So I went with the three though. Yeah, I was in that same boat. I really was deciding between two and three. I I'm just going to stick with two for now because it's like, I don't know how many decks want to be using this. Maybe you can build a more kind of uh, aggressive, just like face type deck, uh, which is the other Demon Hunter deck that I built and is definitely winning that. Uh, but I I don't know yet. I'm really unsure of how I feel about these cards that just give you the value over three turns. Like it's, It feels so hard to judge because we really haven't had this effect yet. I like this a lot better than some of the other ones that we're going to talk to over the course of this review, but yeah, I wasn't sure on this, so I aimed low on that one. Flanking Maneuver is a four-mana spell, rare spell that says summon a 4-2 demon with rush. If it dies this turn, summon another. And uh, I, I like this card. We've seen cards like this. I, Restless Mummy is the one that immediately jumps to mind. Uh, that was a pretty solid card. This is a good removal card. It by itself can remove a giant. I gave this a three. Uh, yeah, it's, I don't know. This one, this one is in that two, three realm and I ended up on a three. It's just, it's can be used in multiple places. So I think a three is more fitting for this card. That's so funny. I actually 
went kind of the opposite. I gave this a four. I like it a lot. It does only give you the the second copy. Like it's not, you can't just keep resummoning, uh, which would be incredible (laughs) if it it did. But um, I still think this is pretty good value. And I think it feels pretty flexible, but maybe it's not quite as good or as in many, like it doesn't get put into as many decks as what I'm thinking, but I like it a lot. It's it's a good resource. It's a good card for a resource deck, and like it could be in the big Demon Hunter deck because it's not a it's not a minion, but it can be act as removal for that deck, which to me seems like something you'll need if you're trying to play big demons. Warden of Change is a four mana two six taunt with a battle cry that reads: If you're holding a demon that costs five or more, gain plus one plus two. Uh, this card itself is not a demon. Uh, you play it if you're running big demons, which you may or may not be doing. You're not probably doing it necessarily if you're if you're playing a token style deck, unless you've got the big Urzul giant, I guess. Um, it can stall, but I gave this a two. I, I'm not sure where this sees entire where it sees a lot of play. Two six is okay stats for four, but I'd want it to be three yeah. three eight. yeah i gave it a two because it's this seems like just big demon hunter and that's it so yeah i gave it a two yeah again wasn't really sure on this one i personally gave it a three just because i i think it's decent and has some potential upside uh even in decks that are running just some fairly good sized demons like just a five or six cost demon you still get the value so i don't think it has to be like super gigantic demon but yeah, it's okay. All right. Well, lightning round through the commons here. Battle Warren Vanguard is a two mana two two that reads: After your hero attacks, summon two one one fell wings. This seems like a fantastic card for aggressive to even just board card decks that want to control the board in the early game. I gave this a four. I think it's really strong. It's going to see a lot of play for Demon Hunter while in standard. Yeah, I I gave, I would teetering between three and four. It's not flashy, but I don't think it's a, uh, I, I didn't see it as wide of use as a um, four, so I stuck with a three. I think it's a really solid card. Yep, I had the same exact thinking as both of you. I landed on the three as well. Red Prison Glaive is a one mana one three weapon with the honorable kill mechanic keyword. It is deal honorable kill deal damage equal to your hero's attack to the enemy hero. So if you have one, if you deal one damage to a minion, this would also deal one damage to face at the same time. If you buff this, so you have additional attack, same thing. Um I like the other one mana weapons right now, Druid Crescent and the Tusk Piercer, more than I like this card. I gave this a two. I don't know that Honorable Kill is going to be that. I I don't know that I want the Honorable Kill that this does, so I I just don't think it'll see play too. I I rated it a dog sitting in a chair of a room full of fire, saying this is fine, 
aka a one. <laughs> I just like there's only one circumstance you can sell me on this. Of like, why am I not just hitting my opponent in the face? Like with a one mana weapon, why am I not just hitting my opponent in the, their face? Like a taunt. That's it. I just don't think honorable kills a good mechanic. We saw it with overkill. I just don't. It's way too much work to potentially do nothing. So, yeah, I gave it a one. Well, I'll again go the other direction. I gave it a four. I like this one a lot. I think it's flexible. Uh, honestly, I feel like you could, you're could. you going to be adding attack and doing other stuff. You could probably just ignore the honorable kill and still hit face with it. But the three durability is incredible to me. Um Yes, the True Aim Crescent has the four, but I feel like that one's not quite uh, seen as as often. Um, but I don't know. I, I kind of like this one. I think it gives you the options of killing something off and still potentially dealing damage to face, or you can just hit face with it. So I like it. That's fine. <laughs> La- I like that we have differing opinions. The last common is Flag Runner. It is a three mana one six with battle- with text that reads, "Whenever a friendly minion dies, gain plus one attack." I mean, this seems like this makes sense in a token deck, but your minions have to actually die. So, like, if you could do the one one rushers or have the uh, battle worn Vanguard one one Fell Wings that are going in, then this could be pretty decent. I gave this a two, but it could be better than I'm giving it credit for in the token deck. I also landed on a two. I gave it a three, but yeah, I'm not sure yet. The health on it makes it seem better, but I'm not fully convinced yet. So that's why I went with three. I think it might be a little better than just being being that uh, kind of uh, very specific type of deck. So we'll see. I don't know. Okay. Well, let's go ahead and move on to Druid. And we'll start out with the Druid hero card, Wild Heart Guff. Battlecry. It's a five mana, get five armor. Battlecry, set your maximum mana to 20. Gain a mana crystal, draw a card. Um, And your hero hero power becomes Nurture. Two mana, choose one, draw a card, or gain a mana crystal. Um, this is very interesting. I like it. I think it's strong. I don't think it's broken right now. So I gave it a three. Um, let's see. I have been really debating on this one because I want to give it a three, but I want to give it a four. Uh, so I don't know. I don't know which way. I think I'm just going to just put four at the beginning. Um, I think the guaranteed like draw is is really good. It's five cost, so you can actually end up playing this pretty early in the game. And I think even if you ended up keeping this in the mulligan, especially if you have coin, but if you end up keeping this in the mulligan, you don't even feel that bad about it either. Um, like generally, you don't want to keep you know heavier stuff. Uh, so I kind of like it. I, I gave it a four. I mean, I think this is a fantastic card. The, the fact that like set aside the fact that your maximum mana goes to 20 because 
very frequently you're not necessarily going to get that high or you're going to be able to spend that much in a turn. But the fact that this only costs five mana, so it seems like you could get it very early on. You ramp a mana crystal right away. You draw a card, you gain some armor, and then you've got life tap without the two two health cost associated with it for the rest of the game. Or you just keep can can keep drawing cards or drawing cards, or you gain the mana another mana crystal every turn. So you could either gain two mana crystals a turn. Or you can draw two cards for the rest of the game. I think that's really good. I gave this a four. I think it's a. I think it's a strong. I think. Uh, I feel like it's better than the Kurtris, Um In that I feel like it fits what Druid's already trying to do most of the time, and so I think it's going to be easier to slot in for for Druid. And I, I expect we're going to see a lot of this card while it's in standard. <laughs> You know what card we're probably not going to see a lot of? Wing Commander Mulvrick. <laughs> he is a 4-mana 2-5 with Rush. Your minions have Honorable Kill. Summon a 2-2 Wervrin with Rush. Yeah, I gave this a 2. I, I I don't know. Like, it just... I don't think Honorable Kill is a good mechanic. So, I, I don't really think, like, adding a bunch of stuff to a board... You have to have a board, and it has you. You they have to be able to attack, and this thing has to be able to hit for two mana or something with two life to immediately get value. Otherwise, it's a two mana, or it's a four mana two five with rush. So it might have a place. I I don't know. I don't think it's very good. Yeah, I gave it a two as well. I think it might slot into some specific deck where people are really going for that, or trying to buff things up, or you know i i don't know maybe it can even go into some form of like the more aggressive taunt druid where this is just kind of like a passive thing you get this on the board and then put like a composting on it trade some stuff in and you get to draw cards and put something else on the board but i i don't know i'm not seeing it so there was a video showing off this card that put it in the best possible light this card could be in had some tokens on the board, had Death Rattle Demon Hunter on the opposite side, and they were able to get like five wyverns off of it, plus a, 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 like a sixth one off of a ping from a Guardian Og Merchant. That's the best case scenario. More often than not, you're not going to have that scenario happen with this card. I gave this a two. I, th- I think the token deck, if you're looking to try and rebound after losing the board, this is something that could help you do that, but that's a real niche scenario for one type of deck, and that's just not a good reason to have this card in your deck, in my opinion. You know what I'd rather do if I had a board full of tokens? Play Arbor Up. Yeah, Arbor Up and hit him in the face, right? Yeah, Exactly. Let them worry about it, because if it's turn five, I guarantee you not. they're not killing me with what's on board, and they're going to trade into me. Yes. So, yes. Um, so next up, we go to our epics. First, we have our objective. All right, it's not the objective. I apologize. It's the capture cold tooth. My is the object. No, it seems like it would be an objective. Just to choose I'm one sorry. guard. Yeah, it's just to choose one. It's a two mana spell. Choose one. Draw your lowest cost or lowest cost card, or draw your highest cost card. 
this is like guess your guess the weight, but like I, it doesn't seem as good to me. So I gave it a two. I feel like maybe like the bigger um, like Anaconda style decks would want this, but other than that, I'm not 100 percent sure. So I went two. Yeah, I was kind of in that same boat. Uh, I gave it a three just because I think it it can be more flexible, but I don't know how many different decks want to play it. So I just I just went three. So it's two mana, draw, draw a card, which is uh, okay. You know specifically what it's going to draw. You get to choose it. I gave this a two. I, I like... This is great if you're trying to purposely draw your highest cost card because that's like your win condition. Um, but even even in that scenario, is do you do you want this card in your deck specifically just to do that, or is there other ways that might be more productive way of doing that? So I I don't I don't know the scenario where this this fits exactly. Um, so I gave this a two right now, but like. If you want your, I, I feel like if you're running this, you're getting for your highest cost card. And so that, you know, whatever your highest card is going to be, highest cost card is going to be in your Druid deck. If that's, if that's a good enough win condition to make sure you absolutely have to have it, then this card might be worth putting in your deck. Then we have Frost Saver Matriarch, seven mana, four, five beast taunt. Cost one less for each beast you summon this game. I they they're kind of trying to make druid beast beast druid be a thing. I don't really see it, so I gave it a two. Yeah, uh, this was I I theory crafted a beast druid as well, but I ended up not even including this one in that. Um, I I feel like this one's a little more meta dependent potentially uh, i don't know it, we've seen similar cards to this and i feel like they just don't always end up seeing play i think there's better beasts uh, so i don't i don't know i gave it a two it's seven mana four five the or it's a four five taunt that starts at seven mana and goes down like i like if there were more stats I, I think this would be of more interest to me if the starting mana cost was a little bit cheaper. Like we had the the six mana five five taunt that reduced for totems way back way back when um, for shaman. But I feel like it's also easier for shaman to create totems as well. So like how cheap are you going to get this? How quickly are you going to get this? That was great because you could get it down to be able to play it on turn three or turn four for zero. And you're not going to do that with this. I don't think so. I gave this a two. I, I, it doesn't do enough. Just putting it on the board. I think it needs to be bigger for you to want to include it. It doesn't feel busted enough. That's true. Okay. Epics are rares and common. Speed round. Go. Frostwolf Kennel. Three mana. Uh, this is the objective. At the end of your turn, summon a 2 2 wolf with stealth. Last for three turns. And it's a 2 2 wolf cub uh, with stealth. Uh, uh, okay. I. This might 
be in a tokeny style deck, maybe. I don't know, it's three mana, seems a little slow, so I gave it a two. Yep, I also gave it a two, same thing. Maybe it goes in a more aggressive deck, but it also kind of feels like you're just paying at mana to do nothing at the time, so not sold. Well, well it's three mana for a two-two, and then you get four four worth of stats over the next two turns, which when you think about it that way, it feels a little bit better, but not a ton better. This makes your this this makes your frost saver matriarch cheaper. Is so you know there's the synergy there, I guess. But yeah, I, I think there's better token cards for a token token druid deck. So I gave this a two. Um, maybe it sees play in there, but I I think I think you want to do more with your three mana than that. Okay, then we have Pathmaker. Three mana, three, four. Battle cry. Cast the other choice from the last choose one spell you've cast. This just sounds very interesting and intriguing and like a good idea. And then you're like, wait a second. <laughs> I To me, it's a, it's a two. It just doesn't feel like it's like, oh, OK, well, if I could get both of those effects for cheap, but it's a three, four. And I guess you could like see it as like three four getting two mana crystals so it counts as a one cost three four but i'm like the choose ones aren't i don't know it just doesn't seem like it seems way too awkward to be good yeah i i like this one but i ended up only giving it a three because i think uh the the upsides that it has are it's very much like some of the other kind of uh discount things or or other effects that we've seen where it doesn't have to be that turn. It can roll over just to whenever you want to play that. Um, So, you know, you can play this kind of at any point after you've played a choose one, but it does feel like it requires a lot of planning and also kind of keeping track of what the last card is that you played. And it's only spells. It's only the the choose one spell. Uh, But I think it's actually pretty, pretty good otherwise so i just went with three i gave this a two i i feel like it did like we talked about it last week i think this is an interesting card i think it adds more complexity and and decision making but it ultimately what it came down to was there's a reason i didn't choose the other option on my choose one and how much better is that other choose one option going to be when i play this uh, I I don't know, and so it feels like this is going to end up requiring a lot more setup than I want to have. Um, so I need to see where this ends up being slotted and what choose one cards are are in that deck for me to see that this is going to actually be good. And then we have Pride Seeker. It is a three mana two four battle cry. Your next choose one card cost uh, two less. So, essentially, you're looking at a 1-mana 2-4 if you're looking at the discount you're getting on your next choose one. So, it seems interesting. It's not limited to this turn. So, like, you could play this on turn 3 and go into a Nourish on turn 4. So, I gave this a 3. I think this is actually pretty decent. Yeah, I like this one even more than Pathmaker. I ended up giving this one a 4. I think the discount is great. It's uh, just your choose one card, so it's it can be spell or minion. 
it's got an okay-ish body. It's cheap enough. You can kind of play it with some other stuff. Um, I, I just like it all around. So it's a four. Right now, I feel like this is a two. It feels like a little bit more of a, a tech inclusion. You're specifically, like, if you're if you're hinging on trying to get a lot of value out of your choose, your choose one cards, um, I think it could eventually be as good as what you guys are rating it at. But right now, I just gave it a two. I, I think that, like, Nourish seems like the best option right now to me. And, you know, that... You you want to have to have the nourish in your hand to to play right after this. So, okay, then we have Claw Fairy Adept in Commons. It is a two mana two three beast um, battle cry. Give all other friendly characters plus one attack this turn. This includes your hero. I gave this a four. Like this is hella nutty. It also gives your hero plus one attack. For two mana, seems pretty legit for the more aggressive style decks. I feel like this is a uh, a, a very, very powerful increase, so I like it at four. Yeah, I kind of agree. I gave it a four as well. I think uh, there's multiple decks that you could really focus on, and I think this really supports the decks that you want to play this in. So, yeah, great card. I agree that it's a, a good card. I, I think you're playing it in a in a token tokener style deck. Uh, two mana, two three is solid stats. I did only give it a three though. I think I think that it kind of niches into a more token uh, style flood the board style deck. I think this could even go into your um, into your taunt aggro druid right right away if you wanted to. Um, but this is, this is, this is good for that, but I, I just, I don't know if it's going to see ubiquitous play across all of the Druid decks. Okay. Then we have Dire Frostwolf is a four mana, four, four beast stealth death rattle, summon a two, two wolf with stealth. Uh, I don't know where you're using this, but it is, it's got a good body. It's got good stat. It's stealth, um, and it's a it spawns another minion that also gives you stealth. So, I gave it a three, but then kind of now I'm that talking and saying it out loud, it might be a two. So, but I'll stick with the three. Uh, same exact thoughts. Yeah, I gave it a three, and then I, as I'm kind of looking at it more, it's like, well, maybe it's only a two, but I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with the three. I think it. It might be. You're like, yeah, this sounds good, yeah. but then you're like, then you then you read the card out loud, and you're like, what am I saying? Yeah, I mean, it seems flexible yeah. enough where you could like, you could put it in a beast type deck. It's a decent mid range. It's gonna stick on board, so it's gonna get buffs because of the stealth. Like, it's flexible. I just don't know how flexible. So I'm gonna stick with my three. <laughs> we'll call it that. See, I read the card ahead of time, and I gave it a two. That's what it is. That's how powerful I think it is. We don't play vanilla statted minions. We don't play four fours. This, I mean, it is yes a beast. It does have stealth. It does have a death rattle. But I, I just, I, I don't think it's broken enough. That, that, that's ultimately when it comes down to constructed, it's not broken enough. So I gave it a two. 
So next we have Savage, I mean Heart of the Wild, is a three mana uh, spell. Uh, give a minion, uh, well, I misread that. I thought it said give minions. Uh, give a minion uh, plus two, plus two. Then give your beast plus one, plus one. Um, so I, I take back my averse earlier comment. Uh, this is probably a two then. Like given a two min, like unless you're really building around beast, like what is this doing? <laughs> it's a plus two, plus two, and then maybe another plus one. So yeah, I like it at two. Wow, I feel like that's generous. I went with one. I don't like this at all. So uh, I was being yeah, generous. Yeah, I just went with one. I I feel like maybe there's other formats where this is better. Like I could see this being decent in like arena or something like that, where you, where you want that kind of value. But I think in this, it's just like for standard. No, I'm not sold on it at all. I I had I was feeling generous uh, with it too, but I I think Dragon put the nail in in its coffin, so I get I I switched it to a one. I, I you're not I there there are different buff cards I would rather use than this, and I'm not sure how many extra plus one plus ones you'd get, but I would want to buff at least two beasts beyond the minion I'm giving plus two plus two to get to even feel okay about this. And I'd probably want to do more, and I just don't think I'm going to have that many beasts on the board to get that much value. All right, Dragon Rider, take us into Hunter. Yay! All right, let's talk about some better cards. Let's uh, let's start with the sweet hero card, Legendary for Hunter, which is Beast Stalker Tavish, six mana hero card with the five armor, Battle Cry, Discover and Cast two improved secrets. And then you get the hero power, three mana, summon pet, which is to summon an animal companion. Uh, the improved secrets are all, like, they're the same secrets, they're just, you know, better. So, like, explosive trap deals three, open the cages is going to give you two animal companions, pack tactics gives you two three threes, uh, the snake traps will give you three two two snakes. Freezing trap will send the minion back to its hand, back to the opponent's hand, and it'll cost four more. And then we're gonna talk about the other one because it's a new one. But improved ice trap is going to uh, basically send a spell back to their hand, and it'll cost two more. Um, I absolutely love this this hero. I I want to give it a five. So I think I'm just going to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted to just go four, but I think I'm giving it a five. To me, it feels really flexible. Um, I think you can play it in a variety of decks. You can slot it in when you're more focused on secrets. You can go for like the getting minions. Uh, you're probably still not playing this in like Face Hunter, maybe. But I, I think there's going to be some other decks that come out. And getting to discover and immediately put those two improved secrets on the board is amazing. See, I kind of went the opposite. Um, <laughs> I gave him a two. <laughs> I think, I, I don't know. I'm just not super impressed with what he does. Like the, like in my, in my eyes, like the best thing he does is obviously the battle cry, which is good. Don't get me wrong, but your hero power went from do two damage a turn to, uh, three. You always have one copy of Animal Companion in your hand, so I, I, I 
don't think I think the hero power is not as good as it should be. So I gave it a two. Well, I'm going to kind of split the difference. I I like the card. I think the the discovering two secrets and casting them immediately seems great. Um, I'm I think I like the card more than I think it's powerful. I think <laughs> um, especially when you compare it to some of the other hero cards. I get. I gave this a three. I think it's gonna see. I think it's gonna see some play. I if if secrets uh, end up being a decent. Um, if a secret hunter deck ends up being um, good, I think that's where it's gonna shine the most. Uh, I think it could slot in in some other cases. I wish the hero power was a little bit better, uh, but I like the discover, and I think the discover is actually gonna carry this thing a little bit more than anything else. Okay, let's talk about the other legendary, which is Wing Commander Ichman. Ichman? Uh, nine mana, five, four. Battle cry, summon a beast from your deck and give it rush. If it kills a minion this turn, repeat. I don't, I don't like this card at all. I gave this a one. I am not, <laughs> I, I don't see it. I don't like it. I don't understand. It's a one. This is fine. I gave it a one as well. I thought I would be generous, but no, it's not. It's a it's nine mana for a really understated minion, and you're drawing, tutoring a specific type of minion from your deck and giving it rush. You'd need to draw at least two or three. Um, and they have to kill minions on the opposing side of the board for you to get multiple. I no, no, one, no, you're not going to get this to work real well. All right, let's move into the epics. We have ice trap, which is a new secret. It is a frost spell. So two mana secret. When your opponent casts a spell, return it to their hand. Instead, it costs one more. Uh, I personally am just going to give this a two. I think there might be some places for it. I don't I don't know yet because I feel like this is one that's either going to be like not very used or it's going to be in a ton of decks. But for Hunter, I just don't see it going in a, in a lot of decks. So uh, the effect of putting a spell back, it's not quite as strong as like Counterspell canceling it completely. But uh, yeah, it, I gave it a two. Yeah, I gave it a three. I think it's a little bit more powerful than its initial impression. So I like it as a three. Perhaps just on their own are are feel more techish kind of cards. So like twos, but I do like this one quite a bit. I did give this a three. I think that like um the Yog Trap for Paladin shows how disruptive this can be. This kind of uh, s- secret spell disruption uh, can be. And so I think this is a really good secret. I think you're going to see it a lot off of Ringling's Rifle. I think you're going to see this a lot off the, off the Tavish Hero card. And I think it's going to be a pain to deal with. Because uh, a lot of times you're using spells to kind of... Um, Keep control of the board, and this is going to make that more difficult. 
All right, our other epic is Spring the Trap, a four mana spell. Deal three damage to a minion and cast a secret from your deck. Honorable kill, cast two. Um, I will say I absolutely love this card. I think the effect of killing a minion and then casting a secret from the deck is fantastic. But I am only going to give it a two just because uh, you're not really running secrets in a lot of hunter decks right now. So I, I'm going to still say like it's really fringe for like decks that are specifically running uh, secrets. But if it's in a secret hunter deck, I feel like it's extremely powerful. Uh, flank shot, you are not, sir. <laughs> so I gave it a two. That's funny. The comments I have on this card is the newest slash latest version of Flanking Strike seems pretty good. Uh, I think this is a great card for quest for quest hunter. Uh, you are running explosive traps in there. You're probably not going to worry about the overkill, but just uh, doing three damage and progressing your quest and drawing and playing a uh, secret from your deck seems really good. I, it isn't flanking strike the original, uh, but it's still pretty good. I gave the, it doesn't have to be original flanking strike to be good enough to see play. So I gave this a three. I think it's I think it's going to see play beyond just the quest deck. All right, let's go ahead and jump into rares. The first one we have is two mana spell Don Baldar Bunker. At the end of your turn, draw a secret and set its cost to one. Last three turns. Uh, I gave him this one a two. I am really up in the air on this one. I Again, you're kind of only slotting it into a deck that you're running secrets. Uh, and if it's lasting three turns, you want to be running at least three secrets. So I'm not sure if this one goes into something like Quest Hunter. Maybe it does because it's it's cheaper and then you get to play a secret for one cost, which which does seem good. But um, I don't I don't know. I, I really don't know how I feel about this card. So I just went with the two and we'll see. Yeah, I went with the two as well. I am. I don't know. I was thinking a three. But then I really gave it a two because I'm like, I'm not sure what deck's going to run it except for like a secret type deck. So I went with two. You guys are really good at not drawing secrets then when you're playing secret decks because I would need about six or seven secrets in my deck to make sure I could get full value out of this card. Uh, I, th I think that, you know... Two mana to draw up to three cards and reduce their cost potentially by up to three seems good, good enough to maybe get a three, but I don't I don't think it's quite that good. I don't think it ends up being that good in practice. And so I do feel like you're going to need to run a fair number of secrets to get value out of this. So it's more of a, I'm going to slot it into a quest or a, a secret deck. And I'm not even sure if you'd necessarily want it in that. So I gave this a two. That's fair. All right. The next row we have is Revive Pets. It is a three mana nature spell. Discover a friendly beast that died this game. Summon it. Uh, I don't know. I just, I gave this a two. I don't know. Like, it seems like it could be really good, but I feel like you're really having to tailor your deck. I don't know if you're running just a couple of beasts, I like face hunter type things. I don't think you're wanting to put this in. So 
I, th- I feel like it only goes in certain decks and you're kind of putting this as part of your game plan. So I just gave it a two. Yeah, Beast Hunter, it's not been around for some time, so I gave this a two. So this is a build-around card that I think you you really need to have some specific beasts that you're going to want to resummon, which there have been some scenarios in the past where like a revived pet-type card would have been good. And so I think at some point this is actually going to be pretty decent and could and will be slotted into a deck. I don't think that point is right now. I gave this a two, but I, I could definitely see it being pretty good or really integral to a deck that is built specifically for this card. All right. And our last rare is Stormpike Battle Ram. It is a four mana, four, three beast with Rush and Death Rattle, your next beast cost two less i absolutely love this card i gave it a four i i think this is great in potentially multiple decks i like the rush so you're interacting with the board immediately you're getting a discount on whatever else you're doing next i don't know i just i really like it um i gave this a three i think it's a good stats for a rusher um, that has some upside, so I, I like it. So I gave it a three. Uh, I gave this a two. Uh, it, the fact that it's got rush is is pretty good. The fact that it gives uh, a buff on your next beast play is good too. So it might actually be better than I'm giving it credit for because it affects the board immediately and gives cost reduction. Uh, but I'm not sure where it gets played. So right now, that's that's why it's a two. All right. And now we have our commons. The first one is Bloodseeker. It is a weapon. Two mana, two attack, two durability. Honorable kill, gain plus one, plus one. Um, I'm giving this a two. I, it seems okay. I think uh, we kind of talked about this before and touched on it. So like... If you can manage to get one honorable kill hit, you're going to buff it up to essentially, you know, the 3-2 Eagle Horn Bow stats. Uh, but I I don't know. I just, I think some of the other hunter weapons are better. It just feels kind of meh. I think this is decent. I like it as a 3. I think it has, I think it's fine as a 2-mana two 2-2 two, two with some upside. So I liked it as a 3. I did the same thing. I, I think it's a three as well. There's there's a big difference between one mana throw spell or one mana weapons and three mana weapons. And I I feel like the sweet spot a lot of times for Hunter is that two mana two mana weapon spot. And this seems like a, a really solid option for that, with the potential of it being better uh you know than your standard two two weapon. All right, our next one is Mountain Bear, a seven mana, five, six beast with taunt, death rattle, summon two, two, four cubs with taunt. Um, I gave this a two again. Like, I don't know. I feel like I rated so many of these hunter cards as twos um, because like, I think just 
looking at them on their own, they don't seem that great, but it's when you get to pair them with other things that they get better. So I just don't know where to put these things yet. Um, the stats, like this feels really clunky, but you are, you know, eventually going to be getting a lot of stats with this. You can make it cheaper with the Stormpike Battle Ram, um, possibly. So I don't know. Like, I like it, but I'm not sure yet. So two. I gave it a two as well because it feels like this is what Revive Pet is aiming for. <laughs> so it's like it's a card like this. So I consider it kind of a fringe card at that point in time. So I gave it a two. So, the, the, I mean, this is a lot like Savannah High Main, only it's got taunt associated to it. Um, Savannah High Main doesn't see play. This costs one more, but you're getting a little bit more stats. It's 914 worth of stats across three bodies and obviously a death rattle. Yeah, if you if, if you can revive a bunch of these, yeah, that seems pretty good. But otherwise, I just just one on its own i feel like your opponent can deal with i gave it a two all right and our last hunter card is ram tamer a three mana four three battle cry if you control a secret gain plus one plus one and stealth uh i gave this a two because i feel like this would fit into like a secret hunter deck so that feels pretty fringe um yeah you don't really want to play this without the battle cry uh, but if you do have a secret, I mean, you get a 5-4 stealth, which is pretty sweet. Yeah, I gave this a 2 as well for those exact same reasons. <laughs> I think you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, the situational buff because of a secret is not a good enough reason to play this card. I, th- I think it's four. It's going to be a 3-mana 4-3 more often than it won't be, and so it's a 2. All right, let's move on to Mage, and I'm going to try and be a little quicker through these cards than I was the, through the uh, Demon Hunter cards. Uh, we're going to start with the legendary minion, Belinda Stonehearth. Six mana, five, five with a battle cry, draw two spells, swap their costs with this minion stats. So you pull a six mana minion, it suddenly becomes our six mana spell, it suddenly becomes five mana because of the health or attack, and then. Yeah, you you get it. So you six mana, draw two cards, and you presumably are going to reduce their cost because you're pro- you're not going to run this with min- with spells that cost like you know zero or one because that's just not very good. I don't want to pay five mana for those kind of spells. So it needs a big mage deck. A big mage, big spell mage really doesn't isn't a thing right now. And there's definitely some cards that might make it more of a thing but i I, i'm skeptical because there's not a board remove like a big removal for either your opponent's side or a full board removal like has been the case in the past i gave this a two i also gave this a two because i don't see big smell mage working right now in the current set I also gave it a two. I am hopeful that Big Spell Mage becomes a thing because I would like to actually play that deck instead of what we've been seeing for Mage. Um, But yeah, I I mean, even if that is a good deck, I think this is pretty much just in that deck. So that feels pretty fringy. So it's a two. 
Magister Dongrasp is an eight mana hero card with a battle cry that reads recast a spell from each spell school you've cast this game. Gives five armor, of course. And then Arcane Burst is the two mana hero power that says deal one damage, honorable kill, gain plus two damage. So does that, how does, so then your hero power does three then it does five, okay. then it does seven, then it does nine. Uh, I mean, we've seen hero power get getting buffed with, um, like, the original Jaina hero card, where you'd summon a water elemental if you kill the minion with it. That that was okay, but you were also somehow getting... You were also adding lifesteal to all your elementals at that point as well. So I, I don't know that that's necessarily great... The spells from the battle cry, I think you're obviously going to want medium to high cost spells for that to get a lot of value on as well. So I think I gave this a three. I think it's a little bit worse than some of the other hero cards that we've seen so far. Uh, it's interesting though. I almost honestly gave this a one. <laughs> I just. I, I don't see it, and I played a lot of Mage, and um, it cost eight. It recast one spell from each school you've cast this game. So what are you doing until turn eight? And then the hero powers? Okay. So I ended on a two. Uh, I ended up giving it a three. I think it can still be solid and valuable, the hero power is kind of staying the same with a potential upside. And even, I think even if you just get one uh, honorable kill and then you can just start hitting face for three with it seems pretty good, but I'm not sure where it's going yet. Yeah. I, I, I like that uh, comment about arcane burst, the hero power. Uh, moving on to the epics, a seven mana arcane spell mass polymorph transform all minions into one, one sheep. Okay, um, if you're facing Death Rattle Demon Hunter or Death Rattle Demon Hunter or a Nazoth board, that seems great. Beyond that, I don't know if that's the board ride AOE removal thing that I was talking about earlier that you would need in order for Big Spell Mage to be good. So I gave this two. I I just don't know where this sees a ton of play. Uh, I feel I gave it a three. I feel like it's good mass removal because not a lot of decks can immediately punish you for leaving their board as a bunch of one ones. So yeah, I like Be, it as beyond a an, as beyond a an arbor up from Druid. There's there's yeah, very exactly. little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I kind of uh, just gave it a two. I. I'm not sure where it's going yet. I could see this maybe like one copy of this in a big spell mage, if that's a thing. I don't know if something like the uh, the current quest mage wants to play it, though. It does feel a little too clunky and slow, so I, I don't know. I just went with the two, but I think in the future it will definitely see play at some point. The other epic spell is Rune of the Archmage. It's nine mana and says cast 20 mana of mage spells at enemies. So this is our new Yogg box. I think this is solid. 
I think it's telling that this doesn't have a spell school on it, so Magister Dongrasp is not going to be casting this for you um, when you play the hero card. I think it's still probably going to see some play. It's it's definitely that Yog Box type type great sort of card for the for players that like playing those things. I gave it a three. I gave it a three as well. <laughs> I think a lot of crazy stuff can happen with twenty mana. So mm-hmm. yep, I like it as a three. I gave this one a two again because I. Again, I'm really not sure where it's getting slotted into. Maybe in like that big spell mage, but I, I just I don't know where it's fitting. So I feel like for in and even Yogbox, like I feel like it only was played in one deck, so sticking with two for fringe. Alright, moving on to the rare spells. We have Arcane Brilliance. It is a four mana arcane spell, strangely enough. Adds a copy, a copy of a seven eight nine and ten cost spell in your deck to your hand so this adds a copy of those cards so if you uh want want extra copies of mass polymorph and rune of the archmage in your big (laughs) in your big spell mage deck this is a great way to do it um obviously you need to be running big spells in order for this to get value um so it needs a big spell mage deck to be viable i don't know if that's going to be viable i gave it a two but this is this is definitely a card i think that goes in that deck yeah yeah i feel like it does it wants to do everything that big spell mage wants to do it gives you an extra copy of four cards which is good i don't think those four cards are good enough right now and it's four mana do nothing essentially so yeah i gave that a two as well Yup, I'm sticking with my two theme here as well. I think it goes in that deck and that deck only. I don't see where else it's going. It's two. Will the Snowman is a three mana frost spell. It's a summon a three three snowman that freezes and build a snow brute to your hand. That's a six mana frost spell that creates a six six. You'll get another spell that says that's nine mana for a nine nine um so this is a nice frost spell for quest mage um i'm not sure where else this goes but uh so so this is a two we've seen cards we've seen an elemental uh once upon a time uh that was like this i think that this is the fact that it's not a minion means that this this could this will see play in quest mage yeah, I liked it as a three. I think it'll it could see play in a few different decks, and you'll be happy to see it and on a discovery. You might even put one in your deck for Quest Mage, because it's it puts a body in the board that you can target on another spell with, and it's a spell that does it you know hits the frost arc of your uh, of your school quest. So yeah, I guess a three. Yep, I gave it a three as well. Same same reasons. Ice Blood Tower is the final rare spell. It is ten mana. This is an objective spell. It says at the end of your turn, cast another spell from your deck. So it's not going to cast another Ice Blood Tower. This lasts for three turns. This is uh, good again if you're if you're playing big spells. 
but you don't have control over what this casts. So if you actually don't think you're going to have a board, so mass polymorph probably isn't that big a deal, but maybe you want that. Um, Rune of the Archmage is probably the card that you actually want this to cast. Uh, I gave this two. It's it's gonna go in a big mage deck, big spell mage deck, and that's about it. Um, yeah, yeah, man. It just it feels like I could give it a one, <laughs> but there is one potential deck that wants it, so I gave it a two. That's all right. I'll give it a one. Don't you worry. <laughs> I'm giving it a one because yes, it could go in that in that big spell mage deck but I, I still just don't even know if you want that and that that seems too slow when you could just play your other spells or, or play the other things so i don't know yeah it, it, it really does feel like rune of the archmage is the only car, card you would want this to cast so i don't i don't know amplified snow fury is a two mana two three elemental with a battle cry that reads your next hero power costs zero and freezes the target i mean two mana two three solid stats it's elemental that seems okay the fact that your hero power costs zero i think is really good so you're basically getting a free two three elemental minion on the board for the you know and because you're hero powering um and it freezes the target so i think i think i think this is going to see play if you're playing minions in your mage deck, and I give this a three, I think we're gonna, I think we're gonna play ma- minions in our mage deck at some point, and this is gonna be good enough to some be. Some point, yeah, I agree a million percent. At some point, mage de- minions will go into mage decks, um, potentially sometime in the future. But I like it as a three as well. It does a lot for its mana cost. I just gave it a two. Um, for right now, I I think it's pretty decent, but I don't think it's going into that many decks. It might only be played in like one or two decks. I, I don't know. But I do agree as well, though. I think it gets a lot better. Uh, probably after rotation would be my guess. So just a reminder, it rotates with quests. <laughs> the two. <laughs> So it'll be in this card. All these cards will be in the set for the same time that quests are in the game. Shivering Sorceress is a one mana two, two with a battle cry that reads reduce the cost of the highest cost spell in your hand by one. I mean, one mana two twos are great. The fact that this has a battle cry to reduce the cost of a spell and the fact that you're a mage and definitely running spells doesn't matter what their costs are. You're going to take advantage of that. This is a four. If you are playing any minions in your deck, this minion is in your deck. That's how that for the till it rotates out of standard. That's all that that's it. Uh, um, I gave it a two. I I could be wrong on that. I, you make a very good point, but I just thought of it being only used in like that big spell mage deck. So you can make you yeah, can make it. You I, could put it in quest mage instead of one thief, and then reduce your encanter's flow so you can play it on two. That, that, that's how that. So it goes everywhere. Yeah, it it has some potential usage. So I I agree a hundred percent. 
Well, I split the difference and I put it at a three. I definitely agree that there is a lot of potential here. I'm not sure if every deck wants to be slotting it in, but yeah, even just being able to discount one spell that's just in your hand so that you can try to actually use that spell sooner, that seems really good. The fact that I can see a reason to put this in in Quest Mage just to me solidifies we're going to see this for the next year, a lot of it. Siphon Man is the last spell for Mage. It is a two-mana arcane spell that says deal two damage. Honorable Kill, reduce the cost of the spells in your hand by one. So, um, this seems okay. Two mana for two damage is good. Uh, the Honorable Kill means this is really nice uh, if, you're, if you're more of a spell-heavy deck. Um... I think this is going to see play. I'm not I, I'm not sure if it's better than Ruined Orb, but I could definitely see a case where you might rather run this. So I gave this a three. I think it's a, I think it's a really good card. Um, I gave it a three as well. I think it's a really good card. I think the discounting your hand with the honorable kill makes it phenomenal. So, yep, I like it as a three. That might be the highest rated honorable kill card that you've given, Terry. <laughs> yeah, I don't like honorable kill. But this has, like, with the way mages cut spells are set up right now, this actually has potential to easily be set off because there is a lot of times you can make a kill with honorable kill or um, with uh, uh, ruined orb yeah. and then especially if you complete this quest or a Mozaki, like there's a bunch of, I feel like there's a bunch of utilization. And I know I've been in games as playing as quest mage and like, man, if I had only found my, um, encounters flow, my encounters flow, yeah. like a turn or two earlier. And the, my fireballs were one less. I could win. This can do it. So I like it as a three. Well, I went ahead and just gave it a two. I don't think I'm as sold as you guys are, but it I definitely can see it being being pretty good. I just don't know how many different mage decks it's gonna go in right now, so that's the only thing I'm questioning. But are we oh, Okay, do you wanna take us into yeah, Paladin? Paladin. Alright. Paladin's my other favorite class, but I am not as excited for some of these cards. Uh, Lightforged Cariel, our hero, legendary hero card. She is a seven mana hero that gets the five armor. Battle cry, deal two damage to all enemies, equip a two five immovable object. And that immovable object is a seven mana weapon, two attack, five durability, and it doesn't lose durability. Your hero takes half damage, rounded up. And then the new hero power is Blessing of Queens. Hero power, give a random minion in your hand, plus four, plus four. Um, I'm going to actually, I think, only give her a two. I just don't, like, I don't see how many decks she's going to go into. Uh, I, I'm not sold on the hero power. I think the hero power is just maybe too slow like hand buff stuff. I, I don't know. Cause you're having to play her for seven and then start using that stuff. But um, maybe if there is a, a slower 
deck. This could be fantastic. And a movable object, like just on its on its own right, seems incredibly powerful. But it does just get cleared with like uh, weapon removal. So Viper, yeah. Viper. So I don't know. I have it. I have it down as a three. Um, because I feel like it slots in just fine to Libram Paladin, which is a pretty good deck. Um, it can get Libram Paladin can go to the late game. And I think this kind of slots in pretty easily and gives it a lot more to work with. So I like it as a three. Two cards in this set, I rated a five. One of them is Lightforge Cario. That's how good this card is. And if you are running weapon tech because of Lightforge Cario, that card has done its job. It is it is amazing. It does two damage AoE at, at a time where I think you're probably going to do, you know, it's going to kill some minions that have value traded. The fact that the weapon does not lose durability, the fact that you only take half damage, so all your all, all your your opponent has to do twice as much damage to kill you from the point you play the hero card going forward until the weapon gets removed, and the fact that you're paying less for a blessing of kings going forward as a hero power, I, I just I love this card. I think it is really powerful. I think it goes. I mean, I could even, like, it goes in almost every Paladin deck, and there's even a case that you just could use it in a in a more aggressive style deck, as this is the finisher, and make sure that your that your little minions have enough time to kill your opponent. That that's how good I think this card is. It is an amazing card. I kind of hope it ends up being that good because I I would love to play more. Uh, paladin like that <laughs> uh all right well let's talk about the other legendaries satan the scarlet a three mana two two rush whenever this minion gains attack or health double that amount wherever this is i freaking love this card i'm giving it a four but like i kind of even want to rate it a five but i think this is awesome uh, this can work with so many, there's already, like we just talked about, there's so many buffs. If you're using like Libram of Wisdom on this, uh, basically every Libram of Wisdom gives it plus two, plus two, uh, instead. So if you hand buff, I, I mean, there's so many different possibilities here. I just, I really like this card. The rush is great. Um, it works with some of the other things that we're already running in Paladin. So yes, please love it. Yeah, this card is really good. I gave it a four as well. And it's just, what does Paladin like to do? Buff cards. Okay, yeah, this takes buffing and turning it up to 11. So yeah, I gave it a four. So it, it is really powerful. I, I like it. I think it sees play definitely with hand buff and potentially with the Librum uh, Paladin. I only gave it a three. I think it just misses the four. I think the base stats on it are a little a little rough. Um, I, I, I do find it curious that it has the, where, wherever this is, um, added to it. I, like if there was a way that you could buff the, well, I guess there is ways that you can buff your deck 
as well as, you know, buffing your hand. And then obviously you can buff it when it's on the board. So there are ways that you can buff this thing no matter where it is. So the fact that it has that is really interesting. And I'm very curious to see how it ends up getting used. But I I just I'm not I'm not 100 percent sold that it finds a spot in the in in all those decks. So. Hence the three. That's fair. All right. Let's talk about some epics here. The first one we have is Brasswing. It's a dragon. I'm excited. (laughs) It's an eight mana, nine, seven dragon. At the end of your turn, deal two damage to all enemies. Honorable kill, restore four health to your hero. Uh, I ended up actually giving this a three. I'm not exactly sure what kind of deck this goes into right now. Um, this might be one that could possibly see more play uh, after rotation. I think the Librams rotate out this coming rotation, right? Yeah, okay. So I, I feel like maybe some various decks come into Paladin after rotation once those Librams leave. Uh, this might be one of them. I mean, you're getting um, a potentially multiple end-of-turn effect like over multiple turns of an explosive shot and or explosive trap and the potential upside of also healing multiple times on top of that plus a big body so i i don't know exactly where it's going but i think it's really really cool and i definitely want to play it come on it's consecration is what it does (laughs) yeah i sure i uh i don't (laughs) <laughs> I'm just being a smart ass. I apologize. Um I I maybe a deck wants this. I don't know. I give it a two. I I it's a big body. It does two damage, but I don't know where it goes. So yeah, it's a two for me. Ultimately I ended up having to pick between one of the two eight mana cards in this set as being the one that I think is going to see more play. And I ended up picking the other one. Uh, the two damage AOE is, is solid. I don't know how, how often you're going to get the honorable kill. And I've already consecrated my board on turn seven with the, uh, with the light forged carry So I, I don't know how much of an honorable kill I'm going to get on turn eight with this. So I gave this a two, uh, I could definitely see some reasons to want to play it, but I just don't know if it's going to actually see play. Yeah. All right. Well, our other epic is Stonehearth Vindicator, a three mana, three, one battle cry. Draw a spell that costs three or less. It costs zero this turn. Um, I'm going to give this a two, but I think in some more of the aggressive style decks or like, um, like Silverhand Recruit type decks, uh, the kind of, again, the like aggressive kind of buff Paladin that we're seeing now. Um, there are more more spells that cost three or less than there are that don't. I think like Blessing of Authority is coming to mind as one of the bigger ones, but I think this could see some play in that. But outside of that, I'm not sure. So I'm going to stick with two. Uh, yeah, I like it as a two, pretty much for those exact reasons. I, I gave it a three. This might even be even. It might have been even better if Hand of a Doll was still plus two, plus two, 
because I definitely could see that being a really nice card that you could draw off this. Um, the problem is, is if you're running that or and maybe uh, the uh, Conviction, if you inadvertently draw the wrong one, then that feels kind of bad. But I don't know. You're, it's three mana, it's a minion, and you draw a tutor a specific type of card. So I think it, I think it's good enough that it'll actually see some play. All right, moving into our rares, we have Dunbaldar Bridge, which is a four mana spell. After you summon a minion, give it plus two, plus two, and it lasts for three turns. Uh, also to note, this does count for just anything you summon. So hero power, uh, token type stuff, spells that make minions, anything you're summoning. Uh, those are all going to get buffed and there's no like limit on it as long as it's within those three turns, right? So it's it's not as restrictive as some of the other um, things that we've seen before. Like, it's it's not limited to any certain amount of minions, I guess, other than just what your board can hold. Uh, so I think this could be really cool. I'm just not sure how good it's going to be yet. But again, this might be one that gets better after, like, some of the Librem stuff leaves. Um, I'm going to give it a three. I liked it as a three as well. It's a little bit later, but I feel like, yes, a three is a very appropriate score for this. So, yep, three for me. So uh, there's there's been some discussion about cards that you play it and then you do nothing that turn. That That's what this does feel like to me. And so you're like... Like, I want to play this on four, and then I don't get one of my three turns to actually buff anything. And so I, I don't like this. I think it costs too much for when you would want to play this. Um, so I gave it a two. I, I, I mean, you could still try and make it work, but I, I don't think it's going to end up working out as well as, I, as you would want it to be. But I could be mistaken. No, I think that's that's very fair, actually. I, I wish this costed three. I think at three it would feel pretty great. Um, but let's go into the next one here. Another spell, this one five cost, called Protect the Innocent. Summon a 5-5 five, five defender with taunt. If your hero was healed this turn, summon another. I don't know. I'm, I'm giving this a one initially. I just like okay you get a five mana five five taunt there's not a lot of healing at the moment i mean i guess in libram stuff but this this you can't discount this part so you have to discount the libram stuff and play some of that in the same turn eh, i don't know i gave it a two <laughs> i don't think it's very good someone could try and make it work in a fringe deck so yep Two. At worst, you're paying for vanilla stats with a taunt. Five mana, five, five, with the upside of doubling that if you've managed to heal. Uh, I gave this a two. I think I think that like it, it's okay to be what just getting one. Um, I think that's going to be more often how it'll end up getting used if it gets used. But uh, there's some upside here. So I think it's a little bit better than just playing a 5-5 five, five minion with Taunt. 
All right. Well, talking about some more five fives with Taunt, how about the Templar Captain that is an eight mana eight eight rush? After this attacks a minion, summon a five five defender with Taunt. I like this. I gave it a four. This is very much uh like um Inquisitor esque <laughs> with the eight eight rush, but you're getting to clear off a minion and then put some taunt up in the way. I I like it. I gave it a three. Um, it doesn't seem as good as Inquisitor, but it seems very solid. So I like it as a three. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I think this is the eight drop that actually does see play. The fact that it can remove a, a mid-sized or bigger minion, uh, as well as then put a pretty good-sized minion on the board. If this does survive, it suddenly becomes a really, really nice value. Um, so yeah, I, I think this, I think this will see play. All right. Moving into our commons, we've got cavalry horn, a five mana weapon, three attack, two durability, death rattle, summon the lowest cost minion in your hand. Uh, I don't like this. I gave it a one. Second. I, I'm str I'm struggling to I had it as a two. I'm struggling now to figure out how I arrived at a two. Um I don't know. So it's a one. <laughs> yeah. I, I, like I wanna I wanna bring big big minions out of out of my hand for free, not small minions. Yeah. Alright. Uh then we have a couple of holy spells. The first one is hold the bridge. Three mana holy spell, give a minion plus two, plus one, and divine shield. It gains lifesteal until end of turn. I like this one. Uh, I'm giving this a four. This is great. See, I I was going back between three and two. It it it's hand of a doll plus divine shield, and then it gets lifesteal this turn. I'm just like, is that too expensive is three too expensive for that i i am not 100 sure i think this is good i don't know where it came down i ended on a two but it could be a three i think it's i think it's costed correctly given given what we what we know for cost on the on these things um but i don't want to pay what that should cost for that <laughs> i want to pay less so i ultimately went with a two i i think i think i definitely could see some reasons uh to want to run this um the the parrot seems like a really nice option getting getting this uh added to there but it doesn't have it, it doesn't have rush so the lifesteal ends up not being much of a value there so um lifesteal needs it needs to be able to attack in order for that to matter and i'm not so sure that's going to necessarily matter more often than not so if you could ensure that you get lifesteal value out of this then i think it's worth it but i don't know if you could do that all right my final thoughts on that one you can discount it from carryall if it's in your hand and mm -hmm. if you play it on a minion that can attack anyways you can send this into another minion, or you can attack face, and you'll still get the lifesteal. And I like it's that. That's true. That's uh, true. 
But the last one, another holy spell, and maybe this is where uh, that other protect the innocent gets a little better, but we have Vitality Surge, a two-mana holy spell, draw a minion, restore health to your hero equal to its cost. Uh, I'm I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to set it as a three for right now, but I definitely see this being somewhat flexible. It's a pretty decent cost to draw a specific thing and you're getting health out of it. Uh, it's a holy spell, so you could easily set it up to draw the holy spell out of your deck, discount it with Karyl, like all that, all that good stuff. Uh, so this this one feels pretty cool. I have it as a two. I kind of like the Northwatch Commander secret route better. I mean, this isn't bad, but I I just think there's better ways to draw minions out of the deck. So yeah, I I have it as a two. It's yeah, it's two mana draw a card and and get a heal of some undetermined amount. Um I I don't know, it, it feels like we've had this before, um, or something like it, where you drew spells and gain or you you got a spell and gained the health for that, uh, for its mana cost, and that never saw play, and I feel like this is kind of in that same sort of boat. So um I gave it a two. All right, guys. We do have time to do priest. We are we are surprisingly doing okay on time. So we got a half an hour to get through priest. <laughs> Think we can do that. Um. So first we have uh in our our legendaries we have Najak Hexen is a four mana one four battle cry. Take control of an enemy minion. Uh, death rattle. Give the minion back. I have this as a two. I I don't know. I it might be good later in the game. I just I don't I don't see the priest being very good late game as of late. So uh this seems like okay. I guess if you take something and you, you use it to trade and kill, it's fine, but I I I'm not sold on this one, so I gave it a two. Uh, I gave it a one. <laughs> I just don't like it. I guess if you can like take it and then silence this, like cool, or yeah, like take yeah, their exactly. thing and then just win the game. But that feels like it requires so much setup, and the body on this itself just feels kind of weak for all that too. You you laid out the scenarios where this is best um i gave it a two i I think it's i think it's a legendary so it'll probably see some play a little bit uh i just don't know that it's going to see much play all right then we have zarella the devout eight mana hero card uh battle cry triggered the death rattle of every friendly minion that died this game and then the hero power flips between each turn between heal five and deal five damage. Uh, both are targeted. This is an eight mana hero card, so it's a late game. You have to really get value out of the battle cry. You have to have some battle or death rattles die between then. I think this is can be solid. But you need a lot to line up for this to really be a huge swing. 
Um, so I just have it as a three. I think it's a good card. Um, it's not the best hero card, but I think it's solid. I also gave it a three. I kind of hope that it's like a two or a one just because the potential value from that battle cry terrifies me. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. And even just having like five damage that they could send face. I don't know. I'm kind of scared. So I don't know. It does feel really late though, but I feel like it definitely will see some play. I gave this a four if for no other reason than the hero power. I Whether it's dealing five damage or healing for five, this feels like it's going to be an absolute nightmare uh, once once this is on the board. I mean, Freeze uh, has Light Shower Elemental right now, and if they even just get Light Shower Elemental to trigger once when, the, uh, when they play this hero card, I think it'll be worth it. Obviously, you'd want to have you know other death rattles that have have uh died uh, or gone off by before then but i think i think the hero power carries this a lot and i think that it's going to be really powerful with some of the death rattles that it has at it at it priest has at its disposal right now and i think it can only get better which is really freaking scary about it Okay, so let's move on to the epics. So we have Gift of the Naru, uh, one mana holy spell. Uh, restore three health to all characters. If um, if any are still damaged, draw a card. You can only draw one card off of this. Heal, AoE heal. Um, potentially draw a card, one mana for... Yeah, I gave that a four. <laughs> Priests love card draw. They don't get a lot of it. So when it when it comes, it's going to it, it's cheap. Can easily be discounted to zero. This card seems very solid. So I like it a lot. Yeah, I gave it a three. I mean, it's all characters, so it's healing the opponent it's healing all their minions too but at the same time usually priest doesn't really care about that <laughs> especially for the value so like uh the priest is like okay cool sure i'll uh i'll do some healing and then there's other combos so you know hey gift of the naru and then uh Zyrella for a big board clear and maybe some draw in there yeah that seems really good yeah this this seems like it's gonna imminently be exploitable for the priest i i don't like it at all and yeah i don't think the downside of of healing your opponents uh a little bit um will be too much of a disadvantage so i get i view this a solid three i think it, i think it's definitely going to see some play next up we have shadow word devour one mana um it is a shadow spell. Choose a minion. It steals one health from all other minions. So that does not say friendly, so you can still put it on something regardless. I mean, this seems like a really, really solid, 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 solid uh, shadow spell, so I give it a three. Yeah, I'm not really sure how to rate this one. I kind of was debating about the three, but I don't I don't know. Just one health. Um, 
doesn't seem like a lot. So I feel like I'm just going to give it a two. But this is one that I'm really interested to see how it actually fits in and, and how people use it. Yeah, I, I'm I'm in that same boat. I think it's a strong card, especially for the mana class. The fact that it can get reduced to zero. In fact, it's a shadow spell, so you don't even have to worry about it. Uh, you can use it in in a shadow priest deck if if you wanted to do that. Uh, I don't know if you necessarily would, but you have that option. So there there's really nothing about this that is a detriment necessarily so it's just like is it good enough to put in your is it good enough to slot in the deck and i i just don't know if it's good enough to slot in a deck and so i give it a two but it could be really good or it could be never see play ever unless it's randomly generated okay so then we move to our rares first up we have bless uh, two mana holy spell, give a minion plus two health, and then set its attack to be equal to its health. So is this that plus two? I don't remember what the original spell was, the one mana. Inner fire. Plus to, inner, no, no, not nope. inner fire, the plus one, uh, plus two draw a card, plus two health draw a card. Um, oh. <laughs> Power word shield? Is that what you mean? It was that power word shield? Plus yeah. two health and draw a card is power word shield. Yeah. Yeah, so it's Power Word Shield and Inner Fire in the same card. Um, They're pushing this a little bit, it looks like, uh, from the rest of these cards. So um, I don't know about this, but I gave it a three. It still seems like it does a lot for for its cost that can be discounted. Um, And it could really, like... Blade Master Samuro, put that a Blade Master Samuro, all of a sudden you have an eight damage AoE. Exactly. Exactly. Don't like it. Why no. do you have to say that? No, no, no. <laughs> it's coming. No. I also gave it a three because yeah, this this definitely feels like it has a lot of potential. Um I mean even thinking about it, a lot of priest minions and even some neutral minions uh, tend to be either equally statted or uh, specifically for priest as well. They have a lot higher health. So yeah, getting to add some more health and then just make that attack equal when it probably started out less attack uh, for cheap seems pretty dang good. So right now I have this at a two, and my initial thinking was the fact that you pay zero mana, or Power Word Shield is now a zero mana card when it just uh, adds two health, and Inner Fire cost one, so I'm paying twice the mana for that, that I should. But, as you point out, there are a lot of minions that have a lot bigger butts than attack, and suddenly they all can have a really beefy attack to them, so... I think I'm going to end up hating this card at some point before it comes, before it leaves standard. Which, um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not happy about this turn of events at all. So, uh, I'm going to leave it at a two right now. But I'm fully aware that this is probably going to end up being a three or a four at some point, and I'm going to really hate it. Do you guys remember Elk Mount? That's a thing. 
<laughs> yeah, the miracle priest that pops this off after they've, you know, done psyche split and elic mounts and all that and the other thing is gonna really be annoying. Yeah, I think I think this honestly makes that a much more viable deck because that's a lot lower cost of a spell that does a lot more a lot quicker. So um, then we have Stormpike Aid Station. It's a three mana um, objective. At the end of your turn, give your minions plus two health. Last three turns. I mean, yeah, it's interesting. I don't know if this really does enough for that. So I gave it a two. Yep, I also gave it a two. There might be a deck that tries to use this and take advantage of it, uh, but um, what's the... It's like that elemental steed thing that's like, if things get health, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I know what you're that, talking about. Maybe there's some the sort of synergy also, with yeah. that, but me uh, yeah, my brain is like, oh, I don't know, I can't think of that right now, but <laughs> at best, I, I still just i am giving it a two. Give us a two as well. And I feel like Bless is going to be end up seeing play a lot more than this is going to see play. I, I feel like you'd want to. You're only going to probably figure out how to use one or maybe like like I feel like this is you're going to get the one turn buff on this, and then you're you're either going to die or you're going to kill your opponent. Uh, is how I feel, or you're get, I just don't know that you're going to get enough value out of this. Okay, then we have Undying Dis- uh, Disciple. Six mana, three, seven. Uh, taunt, Death Rattle. Deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. Now imagine if that had plus two health and its attack equaled its health. <laughs> I'd rather not, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, th- I mean, this is something that can yeah. make um, Zarella uh go off but and so the death rattle will or the the death rattle that will go off when you play the Zarella hero card will do three damage so that cannot be modified so when you play the hero card it is always going to just do do three damage so it's an additional three damage into the Zarella pool so i gave this um a three i think it's got some stall that is well needed for priest I like this card. I gave it a four. Uh, I think this was one that I picked out last week when Mage and I were talking about some cards. I think this is kind of terrifying. And it's just, I I feel like a really cool card all around. Yeah, this is an aggressive deck nightmare. And then it pairs really well with the hero card. Uh, The question is, is... Are you running this instead of Light Shower Elemental? Are you running this in addition to Light Shower Elemental? Did you find these before you played your Zyrella? Uh, those answers will decide whether or not you can actually win a game against Priest or not. And that sucks. <laughs> Three, it's it's a good card. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to want to see this card. Um. Then we have Deliverance. Three mana, Holy Spell. Deal three three damage to a minion on a roll kill summon a new three three copy of it i 
What is the six mana one that like you kill it and you get a, a new copy of it? Like that's not that good. This is in half, but it is on honorable kill. I I don't know. I gave this a two. <laughs> You'll play it if you get off a of Sethic Veil Weaver. <laughs> I don't know that you're putting in a lot of decks, so... Yeah, I gave it a two as well. I mean, it's three mana for three damage, specifically to a minion. Uh, I feel like Priest already has a little bit better tools to kind of do that anyways. Uh, So I don't know. It's a two. I mean, like, if you... It's not bad. I just... I'm with you. I have this listed as a two, but I'm looking at it and I'm paying three mana for three damage, which is slightly more than what you would want to pay because two mana is what you usually pay for three damage. But the potential of getting a three, three copy of whatever it is you kill seems pretty solid for one mana. Um, But the fact that you can't guarantee that you're getting the three, three, uh, is probably where why this isn't as good as as it could be, and why it's not necessarily going to see as much play. So I gave I gave this a two. And then we have Luminous Geode. It is a two mana one four elemental. After a friendly minion is healed, give it plus two attack. I kind of went back and forth on this card. It's a one four, which is a great body for a two drop. It essentially has taunt. I I just don't know. So I gave it a two. I It doesn't feel like it does enough to kind of justify its incursion in your deck. So, yeah. Yep. I had basically all of those same thoughts and also gave it a two. So if you play your Luminous Geode on two and then you play your Stormpike Aid Station on three, you suddenly have a 3-6 on the board that can buff or no it would be eight yeah no it would be it would be three six that seems that seems pretty solid but that seems like the best case scenario for this card and i i don't know i i don't i don't think that's i don't think the best case scenario is a good enough reason to play it and so it only goes downhill from there. So I gave this a two as well. I like the I like the body one four is tough to deal with, but like I need to be healing things to give it attack after that, and I'm not sure how how easily I'm going to be able to do that um, along with developing more minions to actually heal and get the attack buff on. And then finally, we have Spirit Guide, a five mana five five. Taunt, Death Rattle, draw a holy spell and a shadow spell. Um, I have this as a three. It's not the greatest, but it is a solid taunt that draws potentially two cards out of your deck, which potentially draws four cards out of your deck when you play, you know, you know, essentially another two cards out of your deck when you play Zarella. So I feel like this is another Death Rattle that would be nice to get in the pool for Zarella. So I gave it a three. I gave this one a four. I feel like this is fantastic. It's, I mean, a decent body. Uh, I feel like sometimes the five turn for Priest, especially if you're looking for like taunts or or other stuff, is slightly awkward. So I feel like this fits in that slot. 
And I mean, yeah, like you said earlier, Danny, like Priest wants to be drawing and they're already running a decent amount of shadow spells and holy spells. So it feels like this is just fitting right into that game plan of things that Priest wants to be doing. Yeah, I think I think you're fine with the vanilla stats here as a priest because it has taunt, because it's going to draw you two cards when it dies, and because it's an awesome death rattle to get into the death rattle pool for when you play your hero card. I think I think this is going to see a lot a lot of play, and the fact that it just draws two cards means I think it's going to see play in in pretty much any priest deck that that you're going to want to play. So I gave I gave this a four. Yeah, in, in hindsight, you guys are probably right. Okay, we made it through six classes, and uh, that's it for this week. So let's just wrap it up. And uh, so you can find the show on Twitter at Dr3HS. Follow our top pin tweet to join our Discord. Uh, and you can email the show at Dr3HS at gmail.com. You can find myself on Twitter and Twitch at Daring Alkaline Dragon Rider. You can find me on Twitter at Donnie DK. That's D A W N I E D K. Uh, on Twitch and YouTube, Dragon Rider DK. Uh, talking all things mercenaries over on the Spirit Healer Mercenaries podcast. And, uh, you know, maybe sometimes doing some casting for some of the big official tournaments. Yay! <laughs> and kicking ass at it too and kicking ass at it so you can find me and on maybe. twitter yeah, salivating sorry. about the rogue hero card that we're going to talk about on next week's episode as well as D, which i get to do this weekend i'm really excited about that as well Yay! as playing all kinds of video games on my new ps5 at oh, yeah. major death all kinds of good stuff going on i need to I need to add you, Mage, on, on PS5 because yes. I'm on Yes, there. we do. So, okay, guys, thank you for tuning in and look forward to part two of our Shattered in Alterac Valley uh, card review set. And as always, you've been listening to Dr. Three.